Welcome to Super Action Bros, where we watch action movies with explosions and car chases. And also, guns. <laughs> I'm Ian. <laughs> I'm Ryan. Uh, welcome to episode number one, I guess. Yeah, uh, hey, this is this is the beginning. So, uh, a lot of you might be wondering, hey, what the heck is this podcast? Why are you doing this? So, um, there is an answer to that. Uh, Ryan actually had the idea for this podcast. Uh, after we started doing four-color commentary, Ryan was like, you know, we should do a movie, a podcast about action movies. So this is kind of your brainchild. So why did you want to do this with me so badly? Well, I mean, action movies are everywhere. Action movies are the movies that everybody goes to see all the time. <laughs> I, action movies are the movies of our lives. Well, I mean, like, like cotton. You, like <laughs> you know, you can joke about it, but for real, like yeah, every no, every like big movie, every movie's like, oh, I can't wait to see this movie. It's almost always it's always an action movie. Yeah, well, we talk about that on the other podcast all the time. It's like, oh, let's talk about comic movies half the time. Rather. They're all action movies. Yeah, they're all action movies. I mean, action movies are to a certain extent sort of the language that we we expect from film at this point in in the civilization. It's true. And from what you were telling me, I thought it was interesting when you said no one really sits down and analyzes them like they're fine art. Like yeah. no one analyzes this like let's analyze a Hitchcock movie, but nobody sits down and's like let's analyze a Michael Bay movie. Yeah, let's do that. So, that was kind of the idea for the podcast. So, um right sort of in the same way of taking the high low art of like the low art of comic books and and Roy and Lichtensteining yeah, it and exactly. then you know, um, well, I wouldn't say comics are luck. Come on, don't insult the other show, man. Yeah. <laughs> so there are a couple ways you can actually reach out to our show. Uh, we do have a website, uh, superactionbros.com. Dot com. Yes. Uh, we're also part of the Stuff and Things podcast network, so you can also go to stuffandthingsnetwork.com where uh, I, Ian, am on a couple other shows, and Ryan's actually on one other show on Four Color Commentary, which is our comic book show. Yay. Um, you can also email the show if you'd like uh, at superactionbros at gmail.com, Bros, B-R-O-S, kind of like Mario Brothers, like they shorten it. So that's what you want. And then you can also reach us on Twitter at at Super Action Bros. Real easy. Same thing. Okay. And so those are the ways you can reach us if you'd like. So uh, this is being our first episode. We went off of Hot Fuzz Rules, which is, Ryan, I'll let you quote the famous line. Point Break or Bad Boys 2? What, what, what do you mean? I mean, which one do you want to watch, watch first? first? <laughs> Point Break or Bad Boys And we yeah. went first. With with Point Break, so my first time seeing the movie, Ryan, is, is also my first time. Yeah, so I, it, yeah, how uh, would you think? Ian? I, I I I've seen bits and bits bits and pieces of the movie. I know the part where Keanu fires his gun up into the air and goes up. By the way, if you didn't guess already, massive spoilers. So if you want to pause the podcast, go watch the movie, and then come back if you'd like to kind of just recap out with us. So just to let you know, massive spoilers ahead. But yeah, uh, so pause it now if you want to do that. Okay, great. So how did Welcome you like the back. movie? I hope you liked it or you thought had feelings on it. Um, no, actually, uh, I had a really fun time watching it. Um, it started off like, it, did, it just didn't feel like the movie we ended with was not the same movie we began with. No, yeah. It started off like happy-go-lucky. Yeah. Hey, man, this is like a 90s surfing movie. Yeah. And, and then it, it ended it, with like deep philosophical concepts. It really did. <laughs> well, it attempted it to. To a certain extent, yeah. Um, so, okay. So, movie point break, if you don't know. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Ryan here. So, of course, starring Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves um, are the two big ones. But also, we have a lot of good uh, ancillary characters in there. Uh, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. And um, his teeth both star in the movie. And what is his name? I can't remember the actor's name. Hold on. We'll look it up. Uh, you're, you're talking about um, Doctor Cox from yeah, Scrubs. From Scrubs. <laughs> His name is John C. Something, but I, I don't. I, McGinley. McGinley. I think yeah, it's John I think C. McGinley. It I think that's it. John C. McGinley. Yeah. Uh, which I was surprised. I literally was like, "Is this like the cop version of Scrubs?" At the beginning. Yeah. Tank girls in this movie. Yes, tank girls and also Lori in this Petty. movie. And believe it or not, the weirdest cameo ever: Anthony Kiedis. <laughs> Very briefly, but you'll see a point where you look and you, your mind just goes, is that Anthony Kiedis? And then you have to check it a couple of times because you're like, yeah, that's that's definitely Anthony Kiedis. The, the, the guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers, that's that's who that is. Right. Yeah, that's I, I didn't actually know really realize his name until you're like, oh, that's Anthony Kiedis. I'm like, I know that's the guy from Red Hot Chili Peppers, so that's must be who we're talking about. Yes, it is. So um, who directed this movie? It was Ryan? directed by Academy Award winning director of the hurt locker Catherine bigelow is there any other what other movies has she done other than the hurt locker um let, let me ask my friend over here the internet movie database she directed zero dark 30 obviously oh, okay. the hurt locker she did k19 the Widowmaker okay. with uh <laughs> with han solo All right. um she directed some episodes of homicide life on the street um but mostly mostly in recent years she's been directing some oscar worthy movies and this on the yeah. other hand Oh boy! <laughs> well, I mean, this was this was certainly 
you it's know, definitely reflective of the time period it was made in. Absolutely. 1991. 1991. Oh, boy. The, how things were. I believe people were said that they needed to be beeped in this movie. There was beeper talk. <laughs> oh. And that wasn't even like the most vintage. No. Oh, man. Some of them, when they were looking at the computer screen and that. Oh, man. And the it clothes. Was, it was. Gary it was, Busey's shirts in this movie are, oh, are like, I feel like that. Sh- I feel like if I found a Tumblr post, that was just pictures of Gary Busey's shirts with like where I could buy those shirts now, I would be all over that that's true <laughs> those are some something i actually think i had a couple of those shirts mm-hmm. when i was well, 1991 when i was seven eight i nine, think i probably had like a few of those too all those designs look very familiar so just i know you guys probably just watched the movie but just to give some of those people like i don't want to watch the movie i just want you to tell me about it just kind of a brief plot overview so movie follows uh johnny utah keanu reeves <laughs> keanu reeves he's, he's a, a fresh out of the fresh out of quantico fbi agent he is an fbi agent and and he gets partnered up with uh old old timey partner gary Busey. sort of burnout yeah partner. kind of burnout and he uh kind of inspires him to hey start caring about being an fbi agent again let's go after these bank robbers that have eluded you for so long that you secretly think maybe are surfers, maybe. Yes, which is, that's when the movie takes a weird turn. Because he starts yelling at Gary Busey, like, do you feel alive? And he's like, yeah, I'm mad. And he's like, so what are we going to do? They're surfers. I was like, what is going <laughs> on? I go, this movie took a very weird turn all of a sudden. Yeah, it, it was very much like a like a straight-laced like cop movie. They had like the angry boss who was shouting at them in every yeah. single scene. Yeah. And like the other guys who are sort of like, jerks and and like hated mm-hmm. them and were like perfectly straight laced it was very like falling inside of the like cop movie lines yes and then all of a sudden it's like whoa survey yes so he decides to go to put keanu undercover with uh in the surfing community to see if his his um his theory is correct and to see if he can figure out who these guys are these bank robbers who call themselves the ex-presidents because they wear president masks yeah and then, uh, and, and not just wear president masks but they like they dress in full costume they, yeah they rob in character it's quite an event yeah, yeah it's, it's quite kind an of event. impressive but, yes so um so Keanu kind of integrates himself in the surfing community. He, he finds this girl who like saves him from drowning. And then she's like, you are stupid and don't come back here because you can't surf. And so he makes up some story about, cause I guess her parents got killed. Yeah, he like, so. he like, he like looks her up. Yeah. He looks her up and yeah. And spies on her. And then he's like, Oh, I know her parents both died. So I'm going to see my parents died the exact same way. And then she'll relate to me and teach me how to surf. And so she, and that but, definitely doesn't ever come back to bite him. No, no, absolutely. I can't think of a single point in the movie where that happens. Um, it, we're being sarcastic. Yeah, it does. It does. Just much like Keanu Reeves in this movie. You're not sure if in some scenes if he's being sarcastic or just acting. Uh, <laughs> or I'm just not, sure. not acting. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so this girl teaches him how to surf and lo and behold, he meets Patrick Swayze. Who's what was his character's name? It was Bo- Bodie. Bodie. That's they right. call him Bo- the Bodit Sava. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that is, but all right. Um, so they, he meets them, meets him and, yeah, and they, they play become, football on the they beach. Play football it's, on the beach. It's awesome. It's just uh, bros playing football, man. By the light and of their lady, headlight, headlights. Yeah. With the one girl. And so they become kind of friends and they're hanging out. And so he's still all along looking for like these surfers. So they find these guys who are kind of like this bad kind of group, like boat Bodhi's kind of group is like, Oh, we're all into like the spiritual side of surfing, man. Like it's just trying to find that rush and just live. It's all about living, <laughs> which living I, I, I overall in this movie lit would we'll talk probably about it more later, but living is a big theme, like being alive. I feel like the, Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the point, like it, it's said right up front. Like I think, in a certain way, Keanu and I'm just going to call my key there. I'm not going to say Johnny Utah and Bodie, but yeah, Johnny yeah, yeah. Utah. Well, well, Johnny Utah, which is, it's one word. It's not Johnny. It's yeah, Johnny, Johnny Utah. Utah. Johnny Utah and Bodie are kind of, they're kind of both in, in different ways on that same sort of level of being alive, being into something, doing something. Um, but anyway, so he starts following this other get like gang of bats apparently there's surfer gangs in california yeah you know locals only bro yeah who will kick you off the beach and they they kind of figure out they they take one of them's in a band called the red hot chili pepper yes in a very weird scene they take hair samples because i guess the beaches are getting polluted pseudoscience all the way well probably based on some reality but um you're skipping around like crazy well that was the no they did that before but i'm just trying to get the main plot gosh ryan come on it's our first (laughs) episode i'll get better at this as we go uh i'll jump in so um so he they they uh, he does his FBI stuff. They they raid this uh, 
group of uh, meth runners who yes. are all nuts and and which, blah which, blah blah ends up not being the bank robbers. Right, but that scene has one of the things I've I've wondered. I, I never thought I would see in a movie, but I did see. We'll talk about that when we get to the action yeah, set pieces. We'll talk about that. Uh, so then Johnny Utah realizes that the dudes, the ex-presidents are Bodie and his bros when he sees all of them <laughs> surfing on a wave at the same time, all four of them all at once. And he goes, whoa. And he sees one of them pull down his pants. Yep. Much like which in the is security. something that happened in the security yes. footage. And that one of the greatest cutaways ever, which we'll talk about, I'm sure <laughs> later <laughs> on happens on how he discovers it. So they, uh, they do like a stakeout. If I remember correct, that's what happens next. They do like a, st- is, it, is it right away? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stakeout with, in, with in front of the bank. Busey, yeah. And they, they narrowly have, they've narrowly catch them. Uh, the, the ex president's leaving. And so he's shooting at him and he's chasing him. They, they, it's a car. It's, chase. An, incredi- it's an incredible, incredible car chase, and which we'll go into more detail. And then, and, and then basically Patrick, he, he realizes it is Patrick Swayze. He gets away. And then more things happen. And then, yeah, stuff hits the fan. Stuff there's, hits the fan. There's some more surfing. There's some skydiving. Yes, there's, there's some, some skydiving. Some some fighting and yep. some more skydiving. And, and, and then, then uh, some uh, more surfing there at the and end. And then some more, yeah, surfing there at the end. But we'll, we'll we'll probably go more into detail on that first. But Ryan um, had some had some points do, for I the do. movie that he wanted to bring up. Well, I saw him uh, taking a lot of notes. Let's talk about um, let's talk about sort of the main theme of the movie. It's yes, in, in, in the sense that uh, that every movie is is uh, a man versus something. And and I think there's sort of two main characters this mo- yeah. in this movie. Who would you think? Uh, well, of course, there's Johnny Utah and Bodie. So it's, it's, I think it's obviously it has, is a man versus, I don't know, is a man versus man? Is that one of the options? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that's really, I think it's it's sort of both of them versus society. Yeah, okay. I, I could see that. I could I think, see and that. I think that, that they sort of have, because really they're the two most developed characters. And, yeah. and Bodie is sort of a cipher to a certain point because we don't yeah. really learn about him. We just learn about like, the him that he projects to other people. Right. We never like get into him as opposed to we sort of get behind the eyes of, of Johnny Utah. Well, yeah. And I would say that, I mean, in a sense, especially with the end of the movie where spoiler alert, he lets, you know, Bodhi go off and surf these crazy huge waves in Australia. Um, would you, and he kept saying like, you got to go in, you that's how it's got to go down. Do you mm-hmm. think that in that sense that Keanu represents society? Like this is how it has to happen because that's what's right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's Based this on whole part rules. Yeah. That whole part where Bodie is, they're all sitting around the campfire after the party and, and Bodie's talking about how like, I don't think he uses these words. He talks about like the squares, the normals, like living yeah. their lives and driving in their cars on the yeah. road. And he's mm-hmm. like, man, we don't, we're going to really live. Yeah. And that's, that's that living is the biggest, is the one of the biggest thing and things in the movie. I feel like, like everyone's got to live and you got to be alive and care about this case. And I got to be alive by surfing. And I just got to, it felt like he was almost like, he didn't go to drugs because he made a good point. Like some people shoot a needle in their arm or drink beer, drink a lot of booze, but we would jump out of airplanes. And then what's the next one from that? Robbing banks and showing all the squares how oh, <laughs> how society man. is. You know, money is meaningless, and society yes. is a construct of and your own. Yeah, dancing with the Jimi Hendrix and eating limes out of somebody's mouth is totally a thing we want to do. You were so episode. stoked about the Jimi Hendrix part, though, weren't you? I, well, here's the thing. I was just like, where where were these parties when I when I, I'm that age? Where are these parties happening, and why am I not there? And I said, <laughs> these parties didn't happen i know they yeah. don't <laughs> it's imaginary it's, it's, the, it's, it's the magic of the movies um, but but going back to what you're saying yes. about living i feel and and i'm going to use the word here uh the macguffin of the movie uh, yeah and should i explain macguffin yeah, yeah go ahead and explain for those of you who are not familiar with the MacGuffin. we'll probably have to explain it every time just yeah, in fine. case but for those of you who aren't familiar with the macguffin ryan will now explain sure the macguffin of the movie is uh is is it's a it's an Alfred Hitchcock term yeah, and it means the, the thing that everybody is chasing, the thing that people are trying to get. So in Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's the Lost Ark, yeah. uh, in, in Indiana Jones and the, I almost said Indiana Jones and the Return of the Jedi Indiana Jones <laughs> and the Last Crusade. It's, it's the, uh, the, the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. So there's always something that the main characters are trying to get. Yeah. I think in this movie, the, the MacGuffin is, is either real life or it's the ultimate rush. And I think that yeah. maybe those two things are, are sort of combined. Or even the like, yeah, the ultimate rush or like how it's, I, I even wrote down that it was like almost like it's, it's, he wants to do the impossible. I want to ride the unrideable wave. I want to solve the unsolvable. I want to catch these guys who have oh, eluded yeah. you for so long. Oh man, that's a really good point. So like, I want to, I want to do the things that are impossible to do. Like I, that's, that's what I feel like about for at least underneath it all yeah. is kind of the MacGuffin, but at least behind in the beginning for Keanu, I feel like at the end that may, that may change, but for, for Bodie, at least through the whole movie, it's, I want to do, I want to elevate myself yeah. higher than what I am now. So, 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of deep. It is deep, isn't it? I found a lot of deepness. Don't worry, kids. You'll be like, this is really, really, this is really deep for a movie like about this. Oh, it's <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, it, and it, it to a certain extent it is. It really tries. It's uh, it's interesting to keep going deep. Uh, sort of the structure of the movie is um, deep, like the waves of the ocean. Well, and and that's the structure of the movie is full of sort of lulls. Yes, lulls in action, and then big rising action scenes. It is really and then it weird because now to that you, lulls. yeah, it is kind of like a wave. Yeah. See, this movie that I thought was silly and really, really weird, or well, really dated, and, to be honest, is now surprisingly brilliant. I'm yeah. finding some weird things about it. Oh, man. Um, what else was there, though? I mean, there was, it's your typical, there's a typical 90s, like, you know, like, uh, are these two going to kiss? There's got to be a love relationship in yep. the movie. Yeah. And that's, and that's why, uh, that's why Reeves, Tank Girl's there. Keanu Reeves falls in love with Tank Girl, or otherwise known as the little sister from uh, League of Their Own. Otherwise right? known as Livewire from Batman the, or Superman the Animated that's Series. That's true. She was Which is the minute wire. she spoke, I was like, that was the first thing that popped in my head is, is <laughs> like the image of that cartoon. I don't know, Ryan. This is super action bros. We're not oh, talking right, about right, right. This is that's four color commentary conversation. Mm-hmm. Tank Girl sort of straddles the line. <laughs> that's true. Um Let's talk about. Uh, I, I wanted to. I have. I have my list. I want yes, to talk about montages. Okay. Yes, there was a, quite a few montages. There was a lot of surfing uh, instructional montages. Yeah, there was happened. the the learn to surf montage. The learn was, to surf montage. Well, <laughs> the the fail to surf montage. Yes, the fail to surf montage. And, and then after he meets her, and and they have that whole meet cute. Mm-hmm. Then the learn to surf montage. Right. And I, I would you even say that the skydiving scene would technically be a montage in a way because it's just showing them like spinning through the air and all the things that they're doing. I mean, it's a scene, but it's it's it's. Let's see what's how, how rather than just being like okay we're all gonna fall. Yeah, I think I think so because because one of the things with montages is, is time goes away. Yes, right. And the the skydiving scene seems to go on for like a really long time, and I feel like skydiving doesn't actually last like ten yeah. minutes or fifteen minutes. Maybe there's, it does. I don't there's also skydiving. a night surfing montage that oh, happened. Yeah, the night and, surfing montage and that one where they're having a conversation with each other, but it's like in slow motion, but their voices are moving normally, <laughs> which is strange to me. Well, because they're like silhouetted out. No, so, no, yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's just something that like you don't see that in movies anymore. People would not get away with that in movies back that's then. You're true. like, wow, that's artsy, but now it's like now it's uh, like, well, we CG their lips in, so it looks <laughs> like it's normal. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there was, there was quite a few montages in this movie. Um, montage, you know, montage is, is a solid, solid way to make time go forward. It is very true. Um, yeah, qu- quite a solid well, way. Uh, speaking of montages, I wanted, I was going to bring this up later. I want to bring it up now. The surfing in this movie. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I, I grew up watching surfing movies. I lived yeah. in, in Texas. So surfing movies was the closest thing I had to, to surfing. And I thought <laughs> surfing was the coolest thing in the world until I tried it and I failed horribly and gave up. <laughs> I want, uh, I would love to do surfing, but sharks live in the ocean that's, and sharks eat people. And I fear the ocean. Lots of things live in the ocean. Giant squids live in the ocean. Ryan, the land is cuttlefish. Enough. Ryan, the cuttlefish la- are the closest thing we have to aliens. Ryan, the land is enough for us. That's our domain. Let them keep the sea. You've, and we'll keep you lived the in Southern California your whole life. Yeah, I fear the ocean. Oh, now I now a lot of things make a lot more sense. I will go on a boat. I just do not like going in the water. Plus, there's pee-pee in there. <laughs> it goes right there. You see the drainage. There's that one beach that's by it. Not, not to get too local here, but there's a beach that's by us where there's this huge runoff, and it's like you have to walk and through And there's like a sign that says, beach. like, don't go here. But you have to go through it to get and to the, the other yeah. part. They need to build, like, a little bridge over it or something. I'm just like, I don't want to walk through the pee water. So anyway, back to, <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. I'm um, sure there was a lot of pee water that Swayze was, was swimming around <laughs> and out there. Southern California, and apparently with with toxic chemicals too. They're like, that's not going to stop us. We need to have our, we need to swim in this arsenic water <laughs> and selenium. Up. Yep, that's right. And, and the titanium, I was like, titanium. <laughs> There's yeah. titanium there. I'm going to get superpowers. All right, they, they melted a couple of old power books. Um, <laughs> no, this is this was pre power book. Uh, no, true. so. So the surfing in this movie, the way it's shot is gorgeous. I grew up watching uh, like Bruce Brown in the summer, in the summer too, step in liquid, stuff like that. It, it's, I, I don't know. And I should look it up. I should look up who the director of photography is. Uh, but like the, the surfing in this movie was shot amazingly. Mm-hmm. Like the shots are fantastic and, and gorgeous. And it looks like, they either either like they made Patrick Swayze, Swayze into a fantastic surfer, or they got like Kelly Slater or something to wear a Patrick Swayze mask. Yeah, uh, he like as, a, as if he was an ex president. He's like, I'm, I'm Patrick that's, Swayze. That's the right one now. thing I would say. If there's a lot of action doubles in this movie, they all looked really good because even when they're like skydiving, like I'm like the dude looks like Keanu, whoever is that is. It may even be Keanu. So if it is, awesome. But I yeah, I I, I could not tell the. Uh, 
Yeah, the, cinematographer yeah. Donald Peterman. Donald Peterman. What has Donald Peterman done other than uh, Point Break? Looking at him. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> oh boy. Men in Black. Okay, I, I we, that that one might be one of my picks for Adam's this show Family Values. Uh, honestly, closet favorite. Love those Adam. Planes, <laughs> Trains, and Automobiles. Also great. Star Trek Four. <laughs> Is that the uh, Cocoon? Oh boy. Splash and Flash Dance. I, I do like Splash. Flash Dance. Uh, it's all right. It's not really for me. Uh, and some episodes of Kolchak the Night Stalker. Wow, <laughs> you really went back, Kolchak. Yeah. Well. Oh boy. But but the. Anyway, the surfing in this movie was fantastic. It's as yes. if it was sought, shot by either someone who is a surfer or someone who spent a lot of time watching surfing movies. I feel I feel because, like, yeah, they, they definitely did that. It was like every time there was surfing, it was like, well, let's pause this action movie, and now it's going to be a surfing movie for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And okay, action again. Well, the back of the movie is very action heavy. The it beginning is. Is, is, not, is a lot more surfing heavy, and the back is very action, 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 like back to back to back to back. Because I was like... It's like suddenly there's a super set of waves. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, exactly. And we, which <laughs> Which is, weird big be- which is weird because it's like it's like Ryan, I was watching the movie. I'm like Ryan, I thought we were watching an action movie, and then at the very end, he's like, he's like, oh, you didn't know about the skydiving? Like, I didn't know there's skydiving in this movie. I just thought it was surfing, and then there was a bank robbery, and then he shoots his gun in the air, and then I knew the ending, but that's it. Well, let's talk about let's talk about the set pieces. Okay, so the first one is the uh, the very very tense, very fraught raid on the on the the meth right. the meth selling. Um, the meth selling surfers. Right, but we'll go. Let's go back a little further. Kind of explain because what, what what you define by as set pieces for for the audience. Sure, I, sure. I think there may be a little like set pieces. Do you mean like the big like the big like sets they build and stuff? Because I'm not, don't know. No, no, <laughs> no, listener. Wrong. Stop. Uh, the set pieces by set pieces. What I mean is the part of the movie where um, there's like an action scene. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole like the time the action scene starts, the time the action scene stops. Like like in. Uh, I'm trying to think in Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is a good go to. Like yeah, Indiana Jones. Would is you totally say it's like the whole opening of that movie, like when he gets in the temple? In the oh yeah, beginning, that entire that entire part of the beginning till he gets in the plane where they're firing the arrows. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I would I would almost argue that that action set piece starts as soon as he switches the gold head with the bag of sand. Okay, okay. And the thing starts going down, and it's just chaos. And, it's just madness. And would you go, say go, that go, ends go, 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 after until he gets out of the temple, or would you say uh, it's when it, the I don't think it ends until he's until he's in the plane shouting about the snake. Yeah. I hate snakes, Jacques. Yeah. It's just I like, hate them. That's that's what I mean by a set piece. It's just like one continuous action part. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So so yes, yeah, the, the the first major one in this movie, I would say, uh, would be like you're talking about the raid. Yeah. So so the FBI is raiding this this place um, with with the bad surfers, like we were talking about, the yeah. ones who they think are the are the bank robbers, but turn out to just be drug dealers who have heavy artillery oh my gosh the guy has like a grenade launcher or the something. sheer amount of and and gary Busey uses a, a woman in some sort of bikini slash underwear as a human shield at one point no, no the other guy does and gary Busey's freaking kills the guy with her t- t- okay, okay sorry t- to be fair when they, when he first enters and they start shooting at him he kind of pulls her aside i don't it looks like yeah, he's yeah, probably trying to like, save her but it also kind of looks like he's using her like human shield yeah but this sequence contained something that I never thought I would see in a movie. All right, and let's I hear did. it, Ian. I got to see Keanu Reeves fight a naked lady, and and not just fight, but get the crap beaten. Yeah, out of by him. a by a naked lady. I never. I'm like, well, that's. I literally said out loud while we're watching the movie. Well, that that's something I can cross off the list. Keanu Reeves fighting a naked lady. Uh, I sit next to me, just rolls her eyes. <laughs> just, it's just like what happened. And, and you know, it's a, it's surprisingly tastingly, it taste tastefully shot. <laughs> tastingly, <laughs> it's precisely <laughs> <it's laughs> tasty. Um, no, it's it's taste. It's pretty tastefully done. I mean, you you see, I mean, you can definitely tell. I mean, naked. this is not a children's guy, film, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll focus. On, we'll focus on those later, but maybe in another like, pre- another episode, some children's themed action movies, but not this. Oh lord, not this. But yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of people, adults, a lot of it. people die in that scene. Uh, I love the part at the very end where. Yes. Where, so so and the best part is right at the end where. Keanu Reeves and this other guy are fighting in front of an open, like, uh, yeah, an face, open, like a blade going lawnmower. lawnmower. Yeah. They're like pushing each other's faces against it and stuff. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. And just, just a second. What was, what was Gary Busey's line? His line was, I had to kill a guy today. I hate all that paperwork. No, no, no. What was his line that he said when he, sh- when he shot, the, when he, when he shot the lawnmower? What did he say to the dude? I don't remember what it was awesome. He just said, I can't remember what it was he said to the guy. He said some sort of weird little, like, 
just just clever line. It's a little clever line, but it didn't really fit. I can't even remember it. That's how odd it was. I blocked it out of my memory because it was horrifying. But speaking of it being an adult movie, there is the S bomb is dropped a lot. <laughs> that is like the most probably the, the the word that is used the most in the script. There there are entire scenes where that's all that Keanu says. Yeah. Actually, the scene immediately before the raid where he yes. wakes up on the beach after having spent the night with uh, Lori Petty, which is cold. Why would you sleep on the beach? Yeah, well, I mean, I, uh, and it's no. also illegal because it's a public place. And, yeah, you know, he but, also yeah was very concerned about being late for work and, and then he kissed her a bunch and then he shouted the s-bomb again and then kissed her some more and then like kissed her some more and then he's like oh wait i'm still late but it but like literally the only thing he said the entire time but what's, what's funny is ryan leans over and he just goes he just goes that's what i do when i'm late for work <laughs> it's like oh on the like, beach yeah. on the beach <laughs> i wake up on the beach whenever constantly. i wake up on the beach and i'm late for work that's, that's exactly what happens to ryan me. why are you all sandy oh, so, you know oh did it happen again <laughs> Yeah, Patrick Swayze, man. Yeah, man. What do you, what do you want me to do? Night surfing. Do? Yeah. All right. So, so that's I think the first big, the first big action scene. Yes. And it was it was mostly, I don't know. It was kind of like a like a letdown. Like nobody got to be really like kick butt or anything like that. It was just no. sort of like some fighting and some people die and Anthony Kiedis gets shot in the foot. Yeah, we saw that after he was rocking out on the bed, <laughs> he lays on his bed <laughs> and vibrates to his music angrily. Um, but yeah, he does get shot in the foot. But it's it's a kind of a little disappointing because they have such heavy artillery. You figured there'd just be like some crazy amount of explosions, but no, not not at this point in the movie. That that comes that comes later. Yeah. So the next thing that happens, almost it's it's like two scenes later. So the next thing that happens is is Keanu goes, he's gonna go surfing with Bodie and and everybody, and then he realizes that <laughs> that they're the ones, and we get that, and, the, and we get just this totally random cut where he just freezes in the middle of walking out to the surf. And then we cut to Gary Busey, and I wrote the line. No, down. no, no, no. So, so they cut to Tank Girl, oh, and yeah. she says something like, "Why are you looking? Looks like you've seen a ghost." And then they they, they jump, they cut. smash cut to to Gary Busey saying, "Forget about it, kids. They're ghosts." Yeah, talking and then about smash cut back to Keanu Reeves' stupefied face going. It's <laughs> it like amazing. I saw his butt, and it made me. It reminded me of the bank robbers. I've been getting too into surfing, <laughs> which apparently by the end of the movie we learn he does every day. Yeah. Every day, so so Bodhi has uh, has officially changed his life. And we'll we'll talk about that when we'll we do the wrap up. I get so excited. There's so many good points. I know. Anyway, uh, so that so that leads us to our next. It's sort of a dual a dual scene because we because yes. we uh, they they sort of ineptly uh, Gary Busey and and uh, and Keanu sort of ineptly miss the ex presidents robbing the bank. Yes, and catch them just as they run out of the bank. Yep. Uh, and so then we get this incredible car chase in like the streets of la with tons of cars everywhere in and these the, two yeah the two these two junkers the like the, the crappiest cars one ever. was like a crown vic like a no it's like, <laughs> it's like a lincoln Continental. one of them was a chevy because i saw the chevy logo on one of them but man the other one's like a two-door buick it was just, oh, just it was two awful. piece of crap cars kind of amazing actually. you don't you don't i mean just awful in the sense of like you see so many and it was like it wasn't like the slowest car chase ever like i was actually pretty impressed because i've seen batman movies where the car chases are worse than that yeah and you're like and they have fancy cool looking cars and these guys just have pieces that's probably why there's a lot of like for lack of a better word i just call it i know it's drifting i always call it tokyo drifting there because that's what it is there's tokyo drifting out into the street <laughs> you really call it tokyo drifting yeah like, why it not? just makes me think of it makes me think of cars maybe a mater uh, it makes you think of fast and the furious 3 which i'm sure we'll watch at some point it makes, <laughs> no it makes me think of it makes me think of tow mater oh, okay. that one uh, right. i've seen that like way more times than oh, fast I, and the furious. i'm sure you have i'm sure we'll get quote there. it um but yeah there's that i'm point. drifting and then at one then at one point they they the the ex-presidents get ahead of them just enough they pull in this gas station they steal another car but oh man Swayze does the coolest thing I've ever seen and, and this is Swayze as Ronald Reagan as Ronald Reagan wearing and, tails yes we're in, we're in, a, we're in tuxedo we're with in his tails. Ronald Reagan mask and I have never seen this anything this awesome and if this was on the poster I would have watched this movie a long time ago he takes he covers this dude in gasoline because he's at a gas station, covers him in gasoline, and is like, I'm gonna let you on fire. Don't do it, man. Run away. And the guy runs away. And then he takes his lighter and lights the gasoline coming out of the out of the uh, the pump on fire and makes a go a flamethrower. And then there's these the slow motion shots, and you just see flame like sweeping the screen, and then you oh, see man. the like rubber Reagan mask sort of like pop up behind it. And he's and he's sort of it's like a rictus grin yes. on the Reagan mask. Oh. So you, in my mind, I was just hearing like. <laughs> 
it's creepy and awesome and if it's they just took motion. that and made it a poster and just in simple white text and it could be even in comic sans for all i care it said point break i'd be like i don't care what this movie's about i need to watch this i kind of want it like a just a, like a looping gif of just yeah. that of just oh. the flames sweeping back and forth it was incredible it was incredible um and then so so the other ex-presidents kind of get away in the car Swayze but, is kind of focused on burning stuff yeah johnny utah though nation. johnny utah catches up and starts chasing Swayze. now the as as bad as the car chase was this foot chase oh is man the foot chase is astoundingly good they are they are running and it's not a foot chase in like streets it's foot town foot chase down like two foot wide like alleys in like venice beach or something yeah like and that. then like, like in through houses and through uh-huh. backyards and it's just like it's just crazy and then and, and none <laughs> of the doors are locked yes none of the doors are locked in these scenes there's a dog gets kicked people get pushed <laughs> no, and no, jumped no. over a dog gets thrown at Tiano, right. and then the dog true. gets kicked <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends with with Swayze jumping off, jumping off what looks to be like a fifteen foot oh, wall. Yeah. And then Johnny Utah tries to do the same thing, but uh oh, his old in football movie, injury, his football yeah. injury hurts his knee, and that's why that's the famous. You see him on the ground, and you see Swayze climbing the fence. It's like a close up on yeah. each other. Yeah, and like, it, well, no, and it, it looks like face to face, and then like it closes up eyes to eyes and then like close up of the eyes to close up of the eyes and then he's sitting there like holding the gun and Swayze and just, just keeps climbing and, yeah Swayze just keeps climbing and Keanu rolls back and just shoots in the air and yeah. screams and that's where the famous line from Hot Fuzz have you ever shot your gun up in the air and gone ah yeah that's what it is now what realizing that I'm like how fast do you think those bullets would come down and just shoot him in the head and kill him in he's, real life? he's probably like a smart enough FBI agent to shoot it like kind of at an angle so it kills like somebody walking their dog over there the f- physics in Point Break <laughs> We'll talk let's, about. Let's that. not worry about the we're, physics. We're I kind of feel like that's how they made the movie. Well, it's funny because that moves on to probably I would say our next big set piece, which is the skydiving sequence. <laughs> would you yeah. say so? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because the physics of that towards the end when they're because they're all flying, falling, and they 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 basically do an early morning illegal skydive. Okay, jump. wait. So let's. Uh, okay, I want to set up the scene a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Because because. At this point, that's right. At oh, this that's point right. in the skydive, <laughs> Keanu knows that they're the ex presidents, and they, they know, know that he is an FBI special agent. agent johnny utah yes and he still decides oh i'm gonna go on this totally unlicensed totally illegal skydiving trip with these four dudes who just you know who know that i'm trying to get them yeah and 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 literally minutes before on the movie he uh, um tank girl i can't remember the character's name it was like taylor or something like that i don't know tyler tyler yeah. tyler that was a boy's name um tyler that's right his girlfriend finds out he's an fbi agent after he tells her oh i got all beat up like this because i hurt my leg because somebody yeah, but hit me then she car. finds his gun and his badge and like shoots his she pillow shoots him while he's right sleeping. next to his head which would probably deafen him instantly like that he wouldn't be waking up going what did you do well, that i mean for? Her, the gun's across the room it's it was just the bullet the, anyway oh, that would deafen him instantly it was loud it, <laughs> it was loud. loud yeah um, so, uh, but yeah, so they, they show up. What's funny because Swayze and them are all talking around the camp. like, he's an FBI agent. We got to do something. He's like, I know what to do. And you're like, oh man, Swayze's <laughs> going to do something hardcore. And he basically decides at what it seems to be at first that he's going to friend Keanu Reeves into <laughs> submission. No, I love the way you said it. I actually wrote it down. It's like his way to get back at Johnny Utah is to be ultimate friends. Yeah, he's going to ultimate friend him. Because what happens is he's like, hey, we're going to go somewhere. And Johnny Utah's like, okay. And he's like, come on, get dressed. You got to put on your socks and your shoes. And Johnny Utah's like reaching for his gun. He's like, okay, let's go. Johnny Utah leaves his gun behind. So he's defenseless yeah. against these guys. He doesn't know where he's going or what he's doing. They throw him in this car, drive him out to the middle of nowhere, and they all get on a plane and they all put on parachutes. Like, we're going to do a jump. We do this at the end of every summer. And, and he, then, uh, and then, and then there's a whole switch yeah, there's a whole between part where parachutes, they switch the parachutes where you're like, oh my gosh, it's one of these full of cutlery, something full <laughs> of like just utensils, like forks and knives are going to fly out. And they all end up jumping out of the plane and they all end up get, like holding hands in this circle. Like that's what I said. I was like, he's trying to ultimate friend him. Yeah, it was. It, and it's funny because, because the movie, the movie slows down at that point. It's yeah. what we're talking about where it's almost like a montage. And it's, it's interesting because like, I feel like, on a thematic sense that he's still trying to win over Johnny Utah. That Patrick Swayze is still trying to get Keanu Reeves to realize like, Hey man, living is what's important. That's true. And, and cause of this whole, and, and at the end, you know, everything's slow motion and the the music kind of rises and swells and Mm -hmm. is, and is very ambient and, and they're all, you know, like holding hands and floating and flipping. <laughs> and at the end, they land. And, jo- and, and I, don't, I don't know if you noticed that Keanu Reeves is like, that was the ultimate rush. Yeah. Yeah. Because one thing I forgot to mention, one other Keanu Reeves line speaking about the ultimate rush is there's a point when he first surfs with, 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 with Bodie and everybody goes and he says, and I'm not going to say the actual line, but he goes, 
I'm effing surfing. <laughs> and my response was, that would be if I successfully surfed what I would say. However, seconds later, I would fall off my board because I'd be so excited that I would just hardcore fall <laughs> and probably hurt myself. Um, but yeah, no, the, the other thing is he's with Swayze and they're the only two people who haven't pulled their parachutes. He's like, no, you pull right. yours. You pull yours first. He's like, I don't want to. Basically, they're like, who's going to die? Who's going to die here? And then turns out both their parachutes are loaded. They pull them. I think Swayze pulls his, and this is what I pointed out for physics, pulls his probably about 15 feet before hitting water, which would kill him instantly, <laughs> falling from the height that he And then diving from. over like like Lake Mead yeah, or like some, some sort, sort of reservoir. Like, yeah, with, with a bunch of cool mountains. It's, it's, very, sc- it's very scenic. It's very it's scenic. Very good looks. Good. And so after it, you're like, oh, man, Swayze's got an ultimate friend and friend him to, to get revenge. Pulls him into a van and shows him that his girlfriend has been kidnapped. And, and if he doesn't, if he doesn't make the drop point in six hours, then then, he's, then she's gonna die. She's gonna get she's gonna get gutted by some dude. And guess what we're doing now? We're going to a robbery. Yep, we're gonna go rob a bank. And uh, so they get to the. This is the next big set piece, I would say. This is when kind of the movie switches. Yeah, the movie like it like the movie, like go 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 yes. go go go. And yes. so they. And so they go rob a bank, and they're all, you know, getting their presidents there. on, and he's yep. like, "Oh, out of mask." So Keanu, you got to go in. Johnny Utah's got to go in without a, without a mask, but he gets a bulletproof vest at least, which proves in handy for him in the bank. So usually, just to kind of give you a little bit of backstory. They mentioned it earlier. The ex presidents will go into these banks. They'll just clean out the cash drawers and go. They're usually gone within ninety seconds. They will steal a car, go in, get the money out of the cash drawers, leave, dish the car there, and just escape on foot. That's what my understanding was, correct? Am I yeah, or they or they escape on foot later and take yeah. the car or something. Yeah, they do They're, something. They, they disappear. They disappear. They're ghosts. So they never go for the vault because the vault is, is time, messy. Yeah. So this time, though, I think to show off, Swayze decides. You think it's to show off? I, I think so. I think it's at this point to be like, this is going to be the ultimate rush. Check this out. We're going to go for the vault this time. And he's like, nah, man, you're breaking your own rules. It's going to be bad for you. Well, and I sort of wonder... Because because sort of the implication that they don't mention until the very end is that Swayze has like a death wish. That's true. That he want well he yeah he wants to he, the ultimate rush. Everything's got to be more and more. Yeah, and more ex- be on top of what's happening. It's very nineties. Everything's got to be more extreme than the last. Because and it's not because I want to live extreme. It's because I want to live to the fullest. Yeah. And because it's a spiritual thing, and you know I want to show society that they're not living, and this is living, and that rush. Even I even think when he's robbing banks, you know he's giving the people that rush of oh my gosh, like yeah. oh my, I was in a near death situation today. Yeah, I kind of I. Kinda, I get that feeling too. Mm-hmm. So, but he ends up. What ends up happening is a uh, there is a, a off-duty cop who's in this yeah. particular bank, and he's like telling security guard, like, "You got to back me up. I'm going to go for it." And the security guard who looks like like looks like, like Kevin, Kevin from, from the, the office. office. He on it. I was like, "Is that Kevin for a second? Except he looks older. It's like his dad. Yeah. His so, so they end up having a little bit of a fire. If I might quote Will and Defoe from Boom Boondock Saints, there was a firefight. Um, and you can see the movie, have you? Oh, I've seen the movie. Okay, good. <laughs> I, we'll talk about that at some uh, point. Um, so there was a firefight, and uh, one it's of it's a messy one. It's a messy one. Uh, the cop gets killed. I believe the security guard does as well. Swayze's buddy, one of the, one of the guys, gets killed. Swayze takes a shot to the to the chest, but lives because he has the bulletproof vest, and so does Keanu. Yeah, Keanu gets double tapped in the chest. Yeah, she gets. Du- he's like <laughs> the cop just bang bang, and he's yeah. like, "I'm a cop," is all, but it doesn't matter. He's we, he's he's wheezing. You can't even get. I am an F. Yeah. Right now, twice. So it's a, it's very messy, and yes. then Keanu is left there, and and mm. the two guys drag the third guy who's already bleeding. Yep. Out, and and they uh, and they and they, they bolt. bolt. They bolt. They basically get out of there. So uh, Keanu basically gets arrested because uh, he was. They say you're involved with this, and then Gary Busey punches. Well, Dr. Gary Busey's Cox. like, oh, let me let me bring him in. Let me bring him in. You know, no, so it's not coming with the black and whites. Yeah. And and then the the um the, the part was kind of it was you know the we're, come up it's the yeah. part where the we, part where the angry boss gets put in his place yeah where Doctor Cox gets punched in the face by Gary Busey yeah um and so they, they they're driving off they're like oh where are these guys going well they have to go meet somebody well and no they're driving off and I think Busey's gonna bring him back to the FBI office and Keanu's like I know where they're going yeah and he's like oh man I gotta win I gotta I gotta beat these guys so that once again gotta solve the gotta bring in the guys gotta yeah. win. So they um, they go to the airport and uh, Keanu walks out there without any weapons and long story short another firefight ensues as these guys are going to fly away to uh, Mexico presumably yeah um, and uh, Gary Busey gets gunned down and Gary killed. Busey gets gunned down and another member and of two, uh, yeah another member of them one gets shot and almost killed and the other one gets dead for sure yeah. he's dead and so they get in the plane they're flying and there's and, one, and it's it's kind of interesting that they don't fight in the plane yeah they don't they don't fight in the plane at all I, either that time would have been too expensive so <laughs> 
they, uh, yeah, they, they, it's a lot more subtle than that. I mean, the skydiving already cost them how much money, Ryan? Come on. Yeah, it's true. Um, they do it again. So they, one of the dudes is bleeding out in the plane. Um, but in both and Swayze and this other dude who's bleeding out jump and, and, and Keanu before they jump is pleading with him. Like, just give it, give him the order, give him the order to let the, my girlfriend go. That's what the least you can do for me. And Swayze's like tough and jumps out the plane and then, and, then, and, it, and he throws his gun in the plane yes, and then jumps throws his out gun in the plane and jumps out. And in a moment that shocked Ryan and I, I was so surprised. I didn't this know this happened. was going to happen. Keanu grabs the revolver, this gun and jumps out without a parachute on. And it's funny because earlier he's calling this his girlfriend and saying like, oh, you're the only reason I have for living and I love you so much. And I'm like, hey, it's all just hired hackneyed you know, crap that everyone says. And then I'm like, wow, he really means it. He jumped out of an airplane. <laughs> if he can't have her, he's, he's going to die. But <laughs> I think that it maybe he's not, it's not as much. I mean, like I think we're supposed to think like the focus, like on the surface level, he oh, can't sure. have her. But I think it's really he wants... Patrick Swayze, not like he wants him that way, but like not top he's got to, he's got to catch him. He wants <laughs> yes, to, he gotcha. like his goal is to, is to take him in. Yeah. That's like his ultimate. Down. Yeah. He wants, he wants justice. He's like Batman. <laughs> yeah. He's Batman. <laughs> a very poor. Can you imagine Batman. Keanu Reeves Batman? Oh, oh, Batman. Oh man. I already saw the matrix. I was close enough. <laughs> um, so yeah. So they ends up, he ends up grabbing Swayze in the air and is like, you gotta like, like one of us is gonna, we gotta pull the cable or I'm gonna like, just pull it and I'm gonna arrest you. And he's like, no, you gotta let the gun go, man. You can't keep holding the gun. Yeah, so this whole time, Patrick Swayze is still trying to convince him, like, look, this this structure that you fit yourself in and the FBI agent role that you're playing is not what you should be doing. He's like, let go of the gun, man. You just gotta hold yep. on. Yep. It's it's kind of interesting on that level that he's just spending the whole time, his whole time trying to break Keanu Reeves out of his yep. like societal you know, well, whatever. and it's because I think, I mean, at the beginning he says like, oh, you could have been a big football star. What happened? He's like, oh, I missed my window. And now I'm, they said that he originally told him I'm a lawyer. So basically just saying like, I'm boring now, but I yeah. used to do something special and cool. Um, and so I think maybe, maybe Swayze is trying to bring that back to him, that idea of being special and cool. Anyway, so they, he does, they both survive, but the other bleeding out friend does not, he dies. And, and then so, there's a part where he's, you see his, you see his dead body laying there in cash. It's just blowing out of the away. bag of yep. cash. So Keanu gets reunited with his girlfriend because Swayze shows up. They Swayze and his other buddy drive off into the desert, and then it kind of fades out, and you see it kind of cuts in later with Keanu with like longer hair, and he's in Australia because earlier yeah. Bodie had mentioned that there once every fifty years this huge storm will hit Australia and these crazy giant waves will happen. And he was so sure that there was a very certain yes. beach on in Australia that the best waves in the world were going to be. Yes, and 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 by the way, Australia, which looks like like right, it's a the, lot like the Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Northwest. There's a lot of pine trees and like a lot of tall redwoods and stuff. You're and like, like dark sand beaches. I know people from people Australia. Accents. I should ask if there's any parts of Australia that look like that. But oh, anyway, um, so he finds he's like, you know, I I was tracking you for a long time, Keanu like sees him on the beach like I was tracking you for a long time and you know I barely missed you but I knew you wouldn't miss this like I knew I'd catch you here and he's like all right man he's like they start fighting again and a whole and, big fist fight and, and then and he tries to then Swayze tries to drown him and then uh Keanu gets a pair of handcuffs one on him and one on Swayze and they they and then the cops the what looks appears to be the Brazilian police officers the Brazilian police officers I'm sorry Brazilian Australian I don't know <laughs> that's been a long I day. thought maybe you were saying a bazillion a bazillion yeah sure that's what I meant a bazillion right. Australian police officers <laughs> jump out of a helicopter all speaking Portuguese all yes <laughs> All excited about the World Cup being held there wow. this year. Um, and uh, they are like, oh, my God, we got to get him. And Swayze's like pleading with Keanu like, all right, man, they're going to put, me, can't in put me in a cage. They're yeah. going to put me in a cage. Just going to do it. Just let me ride one wave, one of these giant, huge waves just to live in the extremeness. And I want to feel the ultimate rush and be alive. And so Keanu, in the most unethical FBI move ever, rather than being like a normal person, would be like, No. <laughs> You're going to jail. Yeah. He is like, all right. And he lets him go out there and ride the wave. And they're like, what are you doing? You let him get away. And, and he just walks away. And he goes like, no, I didn't. Because he knew yeah. Swayze was going to die out there. And he's going to die doing what he wanted to do his whole life, which is trying to reach the impossible. And then another great surfing shot, they show him eat it spectacularly <laughs> on a monster wave. Yes. And, and then the wave and crashes in the credits roll. Yeah, and no, you know, and right no, before no. the credits roll. Keanu throws his badge into the ocean as if to say, now I'm not a part of this. System. My job in this system is done. Well, and and I kind of wanted to talk about that final scene. Yes, uh, I, I thought it was interesting. Um, a, a couple of things. First, that he didn't get to ride the wave. That's true. 
I, I mean, I, he sort tried to. He tried to, but but like he ate it on the what going over the falls. Like he never he he never got to ride the wave. I thought that was that's true. That's sort of an interesting choice because they could have shown an epic shot of him riding the wave and then eating it on rocks or something like that. But yeah. they decided not to. So it's it's almost like a like at the end they're like, oh, we can't show that crime pays. So no. we need to show him not getting his final payoff or something well, like that. You know well, it's mean? like he tried, he tried, but, but in, and that thing is he didn't die in some spectacularly violent way. It's like he was enveloped into nature, into this, into the sea, into, but, but, but he, in failure, but he failed. No, he did fail. And that was yeah. the thing is Keanu knew he's like, he's not going to do it. There's no way he's going to ride that. He's, yeah. he's not going to win. But I mean, at the same time, try. but at the same time he, he did win because at that point, Keanu throws his badge away, and he and he gets out of society's rigid structure of it's what true. he says you should be. It, it goes back to a, a, a Swayze quote that I thought was hilarious in the beginning, but in the in the end, it was the ultimate point of the movie, which is, "You want the ultimate, you got to pay the ultimate price." Yeah, yeah, it's true. true. Well, this is a lot deeper for Point Break than I thought. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the, uh, the, the the my my question to you about this movie for you. All right. Do you think it was harder for Keanu to do all the surfer lingo or to do the FBI agent lingo? Because he seemed pretty at home in some of that surfer lingo. It seemed pretty easy. Well, I don't know everything about Keanu's background, but I feel like he's <laughs> from like Hawaii or California or, or like that's sort of like something he was already kind of familiar with. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It seems, I mean, it seems uh, from after, the other movies I've seen that he Ted, in. After Ted. I mean, come on! After playing Ted, <laughs> pretty close. You're yeah, pretty no, right I, f- I feel like yeah. I, I there's moments where I heard Ted in there. I'm like, oh, I miss Bill and Ted. That was like yeah. What a what a other. different movie. Yes, for sure. <laughs> a lot more dramatic heft. In this Absolutely. Movie. Um, but yeah, I you know what's funny is is the soundtrack. I was just thinking about it. Oh, the soundtrack it's it's funny because this movie is 1991. Oh, absolutely. So so it grunge it. so grunge hadn't happened yet. That's true. Uh, and but but we're right on the cusp of that. So it's we're kinda... still we're still finishing up the 90s. Yeah. Because the, there was like three very different different elements of the soundtrack that I noticed. On the one hand, there was sort of like this pre-grunge rock, like the kind of stuff that they were playing when they were yeah, during the early surfing montages heavy, and stuff like that. A little bit of heavy metal, like bit like like dueling, like dual guitar solos and stuff, but not like overtly like you'd see in like hair metal. I don't and actually stuff. know. I, it, it sounded like I don't think it was Dinosaur Jr., but like that kind of thing, which, yeah. which would be right around the same, yeah, right around the right time. Uh, but then, then the other two parts of the soundtrack, like the parts where they were doing like the robbery, was very like this military, like brass and like snare drum uh-huh. did you notice that or yes. it's, it's just sort of like like brass like stabs like brah, 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 and then the drums are like and then there's the part where it's because it's presidents yeah well no and then the parts where where it was him with uh it's because it's presidents it's because it's presidents oh boy oh apparently rat was on the soundtrack oh man um let's see what else we got Oh, Concrete Blonde. Uh, okay. Uh, Hendrix, obviously. Yes. School of Fish. Public Image Limited. PIL was on this. Mm-hmm. I don't think I realized that. A band called Shark Island. Cheryl Crow. Oh, boy. Uh, Love. All right. Uh, Loud House. <laughs> Westworld. Little Caesar. L.A. Guns. Oh, I know L.A. Guns. Oh, man. L.A. Guns. I think were they the ones who did the song that went over the credits? Please tell me it was them. Was the song called "Over the Edge"? Probably like it has to be. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Liquid Jesus and Wire Train. It always makes me laugh when movies have like the written, like written for and inspired by. <laughs> I always that laugh because I had the Spider-Man soundtrack when the first oh, Spider-Man gosh. movie came out, and I was like, "Do you think Nickelback wrote that song because they were inspired by watching Spider-Man?" Like, you know what? I think they're inspired by the cash. Yeah, that's what I given. always thought. Um, but so, but yeah. but and then the third part of the soundtrack was sort of like this this 80s cop like synthesizer like jan hammer thing like the yep. romance the romance parts are all just sort of like soaring like, a, like building synthesizers right like that. It, this movie is not quite sure if it's a 80s i mean in for soundtrack wise not quite sure if it's 80s or 90s like right on that cusp yeah, yeah, of it's, 91. it's like, it's it's like, like oh it's kind of an 80s cop movie and it's like oh but it's kind of like a like a cool guy surfing movie yeah it's but grunge hasn't happened yet so we're just going to use kind of like fading hair metal in the beginnings of like the indie scene it's, yes, it's interesting uh, the soundtrack is sort of interesting it, it kind of colored it in a weird way it's for me. true it did so yeah i mean i, I think it, it's it's interesting because it's kind of a period piece but at the same time yeah. uh, there are a lot of parts that are timeless it's not that dated no surfers still are watching. still sort of you know like weirdly philosophical and kind of stupid at the same time mm-hmm. and and they still you know maybe the the hairstyles aren't as long anymore but uh, there's still dudes with tattoos and stuff like that it's it's i think is i think it's surprisingly timeless looking at this 
how, what are we, 20, 23 years later? Yeah, something like that. Good Lord. You know, it actually is still holding up. And we just, I just heard uh, as of the recording of this podcast um, that they're actually remaking Point Break. Oh, gosh. So I don't know. I'm not sure who's in it. I haven't really done much research. But now after this, I probably would be a little, a little bit more interested. And also, if you're in the LA area, I don't know if this is still going on. Oh, yes. But there is a stage production of Point Break. Where Point Break Live. Point Break Live, where they pick Keon, the part of Keanu, the part of Johnny Utah from the audience and it's usually the person who least wants to be on stage <laughs> and playing Keanu. And then they give him a script. They give him a script. And everybody and else has it memorized and acts it out. Yeah. And he is he is forced to that he or she I imagine they mm-hmm. are forced to be Johnny Utah which I would purposely go there and pretend like I didn't want to do it and then just They probably rock still wouldn't Johnny pick you which you probably not. So, but yeah, but uh, okay. Well, we always, uh, we've kind of gone over all the different things we want to about the movie. So Ryan's idea though, at the very end was to give the movie a rating. Uh, now I haven't, we don't really have, I don't really have a scale based on the rating. Not really, at least. I mean, unless Ryan, did you come up with some sort of scale for these ratings? Yeah. Yeah. On a scale of one to 10, I would say this movie is an ultimate rush. (laughs) Oh, good. All right. And I would give it, um, I would say on a, on a scale of Busey teeth, I would give it uh, eight out of 10 Busey teeth. Yeah, ooh, those seven. are some crazy teeth. And yeah, <laughs> but, but yes, it is an ultimate rush and actually still, I would say holds up today. So yeah, I mean, there was, there was some edge of my seat moments. I, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. That jumping out of the airplane. That's both of us were like, what? Yeah, we were we both shocked. We did not Just see totally that. Totally shocked. We did not see that part coming. Well, uh, Ryan, I, I, th- I, this is, this is kind of your baby. So is there anything else we want to talk about today? Uh, no, I mean, next time we are going to be watching, obviously we watch point break. We're going to be watching bad boys Two. bad boys Two. next time. I've never seen bad boys one. Really? And no. And so I'm debating if in preparation, I just watch it or go into bad boys Two blind. No, you got to just go into bad boys Two blind. I will go into bad boys Two blind then. Well, uh, that's probably going to do it here for Super Action Bros. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and hopefully we'll be doing some more of these, but, uh, we wanted to remind you that Life is about living. So go out there and get living and yeah. search for the ultimate rush. <laughs> and remember whether or not it's blockbuster or lackluster, we're the super action bros. That's right. I'm Ian. I'm Ryan. See you guys next time. This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.